Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. This is Steph Driver with Checking Out the Competition, joined once again by Mark Parkinson from Matchsticks and Gasoline. Thank you for joining me again, Mark. Thanks for having us, Stephanie. We appreciate it. So we met the Calgary Flames and the Philadelphia Flyers met a couple weeks ago in the beginning of our losing streak. Um, what has changed for the Flames since then? Well, Calgary has gone 3-2-1 three, two, uh, three, two and one since uh, they beat the Flyers in overtime um, last time they met, and it's kind of been an up and down uh, part of the season for Calgary. Uh, Eddie Lack has been put on waivers and sent to Stockton. Uh, David Riddick has come up and he actually played really well in the one game he's played in goal for the Flames. Um, so, you know, maybe the backup goalie situation in Calgary has been solved. Not that I, I think Mike Smith needs backup at this point because I think he's just going to keep rolling. Win, lose, or draw, he'll be fine. Um, the top line, Goudreau, Monaghan, and Furland has really, really taken off. They have been scoring goals left and right. I mean, Monaghan has 26 points. He's second on the Flames. And Goudreau's third in the NHL in points. He's fourth in the NHL in assists. So, and Michael Furlan, who kind of started to get his feet wet last year and find himself, has really been really played well this year. He's sixth in Calgary in points with 15. So they're, the top line has really carried the Flames uh, as of late. The, the bottom six is a little uh, soft, shall we say, but um, even the, the third line has actually played really well, it's just that fourth line is just one of those, like, do you have to put them out there, can we just skate three lines and call it a night, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they, they, you know, they're 3-2-1, and one. it's kind of up and down, they're, they're uh, what are they now, they're, I believe they're 10th they're in the West right now, so they've kind of, they've fallen a little bit, and uh, the loss to Edmonton the other night was just, uh, I was going to ask about that, I, I, was, I was following that game, and Edmonton is not necessarily a good team in terms of the standings, but in terms of talent, they, they're pretty stacked. What happened? Yep. I don't know. Uh, Calgary just came out flat. They had no jump in their game, and the Oilers just, I mean, it was 4-1 to at the end of the first period. I try, I'm trying to wash it from my memory. I'm trying not to remember too much about it. But, um, yeah, Calgary had nothing. They had no jump. Um, you know, turnovers have been a problem. Uh, Calgary's second defensive pairing of Travis Hamannick and TJ Brody has been not a good experiment at all. Mm. Um, a lot of turnovers. Um, I think they both ended up a minus one in that game, but early on, I think they might have been on the ice for like the first three goals that Edmonton scored. So it was uh, wasn't a pretty night in Edmonton or in in Calgary with the Oilers coming to town. So that's now two games against Edmonton, and Calgary's been outscored ten to five. So it's not it's not really pretty. And you mentioned Edmonton. We were coming in, we were looking at the stats, and we we're like, wow, McDavid only has eight goals. He scored three of those opening night against Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't pretty, and those games always hurt. You gotta kind of wonder, like, how do how do the Oilers come into your building and hang seven on you? And there's no. I mean, they push back, but it was just too little. Too late. Yeah, that that's tough. I I really like Sean Monahan, and I and I hesitate to say that on a Flyers game day, but at this point, there's no jinxing the team. They're just not good. Yeah. I I say that he looks like Link from Zelda, just with brown hair. I really like him. <laughs> 
that now I'm going to sleep that the whole every time I look at Monaghan now I'm like hey let's get this Fire. Yep, it, it works. It works. Yeah. Yeah, so no, he's, a, he's a nice body to have out front. You know, him and Ferland take up lots of space out front, and Monahan is is for he can create on his own. He, you know, he can he's got he's got nice hands. We call him Monahan's. You know, he's he's got soft hands out there in front, but he does the dirty work out front, and he's not afraid if he's got to get a garbage goal. Garbage goals are good too. You know, he's very comfortable in that. You know, 10, 15 feet out front of the net. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I really I really like him. I think he's a good compliment to Goudreau as well. So, looking at tonight's game, how badly do you expect the Flyers to lose? Well, I don't know. Who's, who's in goal? Is it is Brian Elliott in goal again tonight? We have no idea. So, our, our coach <laughs> likes to likes to play these these games before, uh, during practice, during warm-ups. No one really knows. So, he won't say who's in. He won't say who's out. He'll say, you know, this person is not necessarily in. He he likes he likes to think that this trickery is keeping the opposing team from knowing all of his secrets when it is no secret that the team is bad. Yeah, it's not working. No. Maybe just come out and say it. I think it depends on which Calgary team comes up. You know, if they show up, if they're the Calgary team that came out against Arizona, I mean, six wins, eight wins, you know, take your pick between <laughs> Philadelphia and, and the Coyotes. But the team that came out against the Coyotes comes out and plays the way they played, I think Calgary should have a fairly easy walk, you know, walk through the Flyers tonight in Calgary. But if the Calgary comes out like they played against Edmonton, your losing streak could be over. You know, it's, it's Calgary's a maddening team at times this season because they come out with their hair on fire and you're like, wow, man, this team is good. And then they'll come out and you'll be like, what happened yesterday? Where did they go? Yeah. You know, so it depends. I think it depends, but it, it, Calgary's got to get off the schneid. You know, they've got a, their schedule coming up isn't easy. They've got Toronto. They've got the Canadians. They've got Vancouver. And I'm forgetting one more team in that mix. But the point is, it's not it's not an easy schedule coming up for them. So it'd be nice to it'd be nice to get a you know one more win you know at home before they hit the road for a couple. Because Vancouver's Saturday game is a big game for them. Vancouver's two spots ahead of them right now in the West. So a little a little momentum. Right. You know, they could you know they could take the Flyers and get a little push from them that would be a that would be good too you know at this point it, it, it's sacrilege to say it but I, I i'm rooting for the the end of the dave hackstall era so i'm i'm yeah. all for the flames just coming out with their hair on fire tonight you know you know it could be nice tonight for calgary is maybe the flyers can get calgary's fourth line just get them to like take some shots you know put the puck on that <laughs> so so bad you know it's I mean, tonight's fourth line is uh, Curtis Lazar, Troy Brower, and Garnett Hathaway. Oh. And you go who? And you go exactly. So, you know, I mean, Hathaway's a tough guy who could skate and scout. You know, he had, uh, he had 11 goals in the AHL this season before he got called up, so he put, you know, on the fourth line. Yeah. You don't need your fourth line to be Goudreau, Monaghan, and Furland, but you also need your fourth line to have something. You know, you don't need him to be the fourth line from Slapshot. You know, you need, you mm-hmm. got to have some sort of balance in there, and they got to, they gotta, they gotta start putting the puck in the net to help out. Now, how much time on ice do they typically see? They don't see a lot. I forget. Um, Brower sees somehow sees a lot more time than anybody else because he gets top line power play minutes. Oh. And I think, um, yeah, there was a stat the other day. I think Brower hasn't scored a power play goal since like last March. Oh boy, so like, that's excellent. Like, yeah, so it's like, why is he there? You know, and it's mad because Brower drives us nuts because. He's one. Of, he's like our new Dennis Weidman. He's Calgary's new whipping boy for us. He's the guy 
guy who makes a lot of money who can't get scratched because he makes a lot of money and he doesn't contribute anything. Oh, we have a lot of those. You've got a lot of those. All right, so you feel our pain. You've got a team for hours. At least I guess we have one, so that's good. (laughs) Yeah, Philadelphia's problems are fun. There, there's, there's never, there's never a lack of reasons why they're losing, yeah. and it's always something different. Well, when I was looking through the games, going through, what was it? Is not trying to rub it. It was what ten in a row or eleven in a row at this point. And yeah, as I was 10. going through looking at it, I'm like, it's not like you're getting blown out like six to nothing. It's like, you know, it's three to one or it's five to four here. It's like you're just a goal short. And you look through that list, and it was Elliot was what like three five and one or something in that stretch he's he's like, been it's not getting shelled it doesn't look yeah like, so it's, it's he he's know. been really the only reason why we haven't been getting blown out like goaltending is not the problem in philadelphia right now which feels really weird to say yeah but it's been it's been he had brian elliott had a fantastic november and yeah, the, the defense, even perfect. though it's half rookies, they're they're keeping up. So it, it's it's the forwards and the systems yeah. and <laughs> the luck, I guess. It's just not working out. And, and, and like Calgary, I've noticed too. They're both Calgary's penalty kill has gotten much better. They've killed mm. off nineteen out of their last twenty one, but that's still only got them to twenty ninth place in the NHL. That's how bad it had been. Yeah. You know, and I think the, the Flyers are only one spot ahead of them, right? Yeah. Our our uh, our PK has been terrible, and it's just not getting any better. It's actually gotten worse, which is astounding because we got rid of the PK specialists Pierre Edward Belmar and Chris Vandevelde this off season, and it just hasn't made a difference. Yeah, it's tough when you can't kill penalties. And I mean, Calgary is I think they're like twelfth in the league in power play goals, so they can score on the power play. Mm-hmm. But it's tough when you've got guys like Dougie <laughs> Hamilton um, taking horrible penalty after horrible penalty in games. And you know, I mean, Calgary's power play the other night they had a four minute, you know, there was a uh, a double minor could drove a high stick the other night. They had a four minute power play, and I think they got two shots on that. Wow. Like, against Edmonton, like that. There's your chance to put the game away. Yeah. Early. You know, get on them, and it's, nothing was there. And it was like, you know. And then immediately you come out of that, and you go right on the penalty kill, and you're like, guys, you know, enough. Yeah. You know, so it's, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll get some power play goals tonight. Who knows? It's, <laughs> it's possible. We have uh, Shane Gossesbear right now is a, an excellent talent for us, but yeah. he's been taking some really stupid, frustrated penalties. Yeah. And it, it, it shows that he wants to win, and he hates yeah. what's happening right now, but dude, stop. Not helping. <laughs> You're not helping. This is not helping. Stop. Yeah. And that's what Hamilton's been like. It's, you look at his last five games, I think he's got, you know, six penalty minutes, but it's two each game. But it always seems like the two minutes he takes each game are the worst possible. Yeah. Time. Like, you've just come off a power play where you've struggled, or you've just killed off a penalty, and then you're like, oh, hey, look, Hamilton's going back to the box. No, oh, lovely. Great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's what's going on in Calgary. Mike Smith's getting shelled. You know, it's top lines carrying the burden of scoring for the team. Yager, hate to say it, we talked last time, we were all yeah. like, oh, Yager looks 45 years old. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough. He's got he's got two points in his last since they played the Flyers, and he's, you know, he's been hurt. You know, he had a he had a lower body injury, and you, sometimes you see him out there, and you're like, can't do it. Come on, give me <laughs> You know, you just feel bad for him because he's, he's, he's out there. But I tell you, he's out there. He's not fast. You know, he's 45. I mean, I'm 41, and I, I can't even ice skate, so I really shouldn't be judging anybody. Right. But, you know, he's it, 
he does give that third line something, though. I mean, Sam Bennett's played really well lately. Mark Jankowski is never going back to the NHL ever again. You know, and they, they cycle the puck like it's old-school hockey when they're out there. None of the other lines in Calgary do it. You look at them, you're like, wow, it's like I'm watching hockey from the 70s and the 80s. So it's crazy watching them play. But you can see Yager's one of those guys that, like, maybe he needs, you know, a couple scratches here and there just to kind of keep the legs fresh, just to keep them going so you don't wear them down. Because if you get to game 82 and he's played, say, 70 games... I, I don't see how yeah. he makes it through an 82-game schedule that way. You know? Yeah, that's tough, and he's someone that you definitely want healthy in the postseason. Exactly. Well. And they'll probably draw Edmonton to the Ducks in the first round, and it'll be miserable. <laughs> well, at least you're looking at a postseason. <laughs> All right, fair enough. But hey, we're talking about the Eagles, yay! <laughs> yeah, the Eagles. I mean, they're coming off a bad loss, too, but that's all right. There's only two in the season for them as opposed to... Yeah, I'm also, I mean, this is for the Flyers now, you know, hoping for, for draft picks. And, and the hope, the light at the end of the tunnel is that the Dave Haxtell era will be over soon. Fair enough. Well, hey, good luck with that. You know, just <laughs> after tonight, good luck with the rest of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Mark, tell, tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, they can find us at uh, matchsticksandgasoline.com. You can find me some nights tweeting at uh, CGY Matchsticks, or you can find me at mpark 14 news on Twitter. I think that covers everything at this point. <laughs> on all those accounts. <laughs> well, it was, it was a pleasure. Thank you for joining me and Mama Cat, who is very, very comfortable on my lap, and I don't have the heart to tell her no. It's okay. <laughs> Go I, Flames. I didn't even notice. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, she's okay. have a cat and a dog there, right? I've got two cats and a dog, and the other cat just came up. There's no more There's no more room here. Awesome. Fantastic. <laughs> all right, Mark. Thanks, thanks again. We appreciate it. Right. Take care. Hello. I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. Smart.